my pronouns are any except he and she, and you're listening to Outcast. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everyone. So this episode, I will be talking about pride, not just queer pride, but pride of other marginalised identities as well. But before we get into it, I also have some housekeeping to do, because I want to talk about what's what exactly is going to happen with this show. So... I decided that it will probably mostly be English, but there will be some German episodes or some that are in both German and English. What I will do is I will put in the title whether the episode is German or English, so you know whether to listen or not, or like what's going to happen with this episode. I'll put it at the start of the title so everyone knows what's going on. And yeah, as I said before, like this show is now called Outcast. It's not called Zeugs anymore because... That's a German name, and this will not be a German-only podcast anymore. And I'm trying to set up a Patreon in case anyone wants to support me. And, yeah, let's get into the life update. Number one, I bought some kinesio tape to bind my chest with. Turns out it didn't work too well, like, I, I think I just did it wrong. And I think I got, it, I got it too small, so I wanted to try the real trans tape because they have it in, in a bit larger as well. So I want to try that. Life update number two, I'm kind of having the blues a bit. I have to go back a bit for this one. So if you don't want to listen, I think I will leave a timestamp so you can skip this bit because it's just a whole bunch of rambling. So I moved to the UK in late 2019. So, basically, the first few months I was here, I was obviously sorting all my stuff out, but then COVID happened, and I didn't really, like, meet anyone besides, like, the only person I know here, or I knew here back then, was my partner. So we lived in a small place, a small house, but then, because of family reasons, we had to move back into... Well, not back, but for him it was moving back. For me, it was just moving. We had to move into his family home. And I really like it here. Like, I I like this house. And honestly, I live in Kent. I always loved Kent. Like, since the minute I moved here, it, it's so beautiful. I mean, it's called the Garden of England. Like, it's it's just very green and very naturey and very... I don't know, it's just incredibly beautiful. And I love it here and... Even though I haven't met anyone, like, really. Well, I mean, now I have, but yeah. So we moved here, and I did meet more of my partner's family for reasons. Yeah, but and I really like them. Like, they, they do feel like my own family now. Like, I really like they're all great people. But um, because of money, it appears that we probably will have to move again. And we would have to move further north because where we live, it's close to London. And houses that are close to London cost more money and my partner still has the mortgage. And we have, like, we probably have to move so we can afford doing our own business because we want to do, well, our own business. But we can't afford to do that at the moment because he's still got his mortgage and stuff. So we probably have to move. And that depresses me because it's like... Well, what's the point of doing anything? Like, what's the point of... I don't know. Like, even even stuff like cleaning the house. Because I thought that was this was going to be my home. But apparently it's not. And, like, now it just feels like there's no point of doing anything to this house. And 
Yeah, because also moving means I won't have all the people anymore that I met. And yeah, I don't know. Because I don't, I, I'm autistic. I'm really bad at meeting people. I don't know where to start. I don't even know where to meet people. And it already sucks that everyone around me is cis. Like, I don't think I have ever met a trans person who was out to me. Like, I just haven't. And that just... Yeah, I don't even have trans friends on the internet. Like, I have no one who I would call a friend. Like, I have, like, one friend. And she's a cis woman who still lives in Germany. So I feel really isolated. And it's exhausting because I don't know how to find people. And moving just means that all the people I have met will be gone or we will be gone I guess but like they will be gone from my life and that is going to suck a lot so I don't I don't really don't know what to do about that I mean it's not entirely clear that we have to move because uh, it's possible that stuff happens that will make us be able to afford to stay here it's not very likely that this will happen before we move like before we put the house up for sale at least because once you put the house up for sale well I mean I guess you could take it back or whatever but yeah I mean that's it let's get into the proper topic shall we so as I said earlier this week's topic is going to be pride so for me pride is a very positive feeling of yes I don't fit the norm but fuck you it feels amazing and I don't want to fit your norm that's what pride is to me and I have pretty much unconditional 100% pride about my gender queerness and transness my bisexuality and my aromanticism but I don't know if it's because my sexual orientation is the thing I have struggled with the most. But I have identified with the asexual spectrum for the longest. But that's the queer identity somehow I am... I don't want to say the least proud of because I'm absolutely proud to be ace. But it's... I think it's because asexuals or like... Not just not only asexual specifically, but like not being too interested about sex or even being sex repulsed or whatever. It's so infantilized all the time. And especially if you're like a grown ass adult identifying as asexual. And sometimes I feel a bit ashamed, even though I should not be, because asexuality is a completely normal thing, like it's just an orientation like any other orientation but because we get so much shit from like all directions like we get shit from LO straight people we get shit from LO queers yeah it's just horrible and um because sometimes I don't really doubt my asexuality anymore but sometimes I'm like very hesitant to say I am asexual like, not necessarily on, on the internet, because the internet knows everything about me. But, I don't know, if someone asks me, like, oh, what's your sexual orientation? I tend to be quite reluctant to say I'm asexual. 
because people just make so many assumptions about me and like oh if you're asexual why do you have a partner and stuff because I never get to talk about my aromanticism anyway because that will open a whole different can of worms because how can you be aromantic and have a partner but no one cares about romantic orientation or anything other than sexual orientation so that's all people ever ask about like when when you get registered with a GP or something they will most of the time or a lot of the time ask for a sexual orientation and I mean maybe I'm also reluctant to put down asexual because I feel like even though they ask for my sexual orientation just boiling down my orientation to this one aspect of it and completely ignoring my aromanticism and my bi slash pan orientation it just feels wrong because you can't just my orientation consists of like three really important parts and you can't just reduce me to one of it because it just doesn't work so I don't know if that's also why I sometimes am kind of ashamed I mean it's maybe it's because I feel like I'm I'm too much because I have like three or four or five different labels for my orientation and I just feel like it's it's too complex and like hello and those cishet people won't understand me or whatever I mean even even like queers don't understand me all, all the time like they they understand me hardly ever because I have so many different labels and my queer identity and my queer identity is more complex than just having like one or two labels and I think it's because everything is so boiled down to like sexual orientation and like other orientations are always ignored so it kind of puts a focus on my asexuality which is probably another reason why I have the most complicated relationship with my sexual orientation but yeah just the infantilization like oh you're just a late bloomer I'm like I'm 22 I haven't been like in puberty for I don't know how many years like four five six I don't know I mean I stopped growing when I was fucking 11 I mean I used to be sex repulsed that was even worse when when I was sex repulsed because everyone around me was so sexual even though we were like 14 or 15 and yeah I just felt like I was fucking I just felt broken like but somehow I don't feel the same about my aromanticism Maybe it's because I'm still kind of close to the romantic normativity because I am in a relationship, but it's just not a romantic one, but it's it's sim- it's very similar to a romantic one. Like people from the outside would definitely say it's a romantic relationship. So I still kind of fit into that. So maybe that's why I never felt broken about my aromanticism. But yeah, I am incredibly, incredibly proud to be queer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why. I I never had any shame about my gender or my bi orientation, and I I just never had that at all. But my romanticism as well, really. But I've I'm still kind of new in that identity. Like since last October, I started using that word. So yeah, I yeah, I'm very proud to be queer. So I'm also very proud to be autistic. But my autistic pride feels quite different. Maybe it's also again because no one talks about disability pride the way they talk about queer pride I mean disability pride month is literally in July but like every July all the abled queers are like oh yeah July is gonna be pride month 2.0 like queer pride month 2.0 and they just completely erase us make us invisible so there's just not as much 
pride around disability around as there is about queerness but yeah I mean I am proudly autistic as in I don't fit into your neurotypical norm and I don't want to fuck you if you don't accept that like I'm very much like that and I love the way my brain works because I'm autistic because I think that's why I just I just don't do norms really or like I don't care about norms I think that's definitely an autistic thing and I I love it I love it I could never pretend to be anyone but me and I I don't know I like I like I mostly really like the way my autism affects my brain. I think my autistic pride also feels different because I feel like there's not just much as an autistic culture as there is a queer culture. Or maybe I just don't know the autistic culture that well because I tend to be in queer, especially trans spaces, rather than autistic spaces. I mean, there's already a lot of autistic people in trans spaces, but if you enter explicitly autistic spaces, they tend to be really cis and really transmitic so yeah I just don't I just don't really tend to go there and maybe that's why I haven't had the chance to really learn about disability culture I don't think I am proud of being hard of sight because it's just so normal to me like I was born hard of sight like I always had trouble with my eyes and then even when I lost my vision I wasn't proud at all like I felt like shit I thought my life was going to be over I did not know what to do and now it has just become the new normal. So I wouldn't really say I'm proud of this at all. Because it's the thing I've had the longest. And I've dealt with the longest. And I have lived the longest. And I don't feel proud about it really at all. Like I don't know why. It's just so 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 normal to me. It's so deeply ingrained in my life. I mean maybe I should be proud. But I just I don't know. I don't I don't feel it as strongly as I do feel about my queerness and my autism maybe it's also because it doesn't really affect the way I think like so it's just a body thing like I don't know is this just a thing my body does I mean I know brains are part of bodies but like my queerness and my autism directly affect my brain and my thinking and my feelings so much so maybe I'm a lot more proud of that lastly I wouldn't say I'm proud about my mental illnesses at all like it a lot of the time comes with a lot of shame and stigma like yes I'm the kind of person who will be well fuck you if you have weird prejudices about mentally ill people and fuck you if you treat me like shit because I'm mentally ill but I'm not proud of it like because social anxiety or like you know not being able to stand up for yourself it it just comes with a lot of shame and then because I also have BPD it's I do so much shit because of my BPD and I I'm deeply fucking ashamed of it like uh, there's still things I'm ashamed of that happened like six years ago and I'm yeah I'm not proud of it I mean in, in part it makes me who I am like it makes I think my BPD makes me an empathetic and a sensitive person like that's good but in general I am not proud to have BPD I'm not proud to be anxiety disordered I'm just not proud of that and I think that might be it on pride month it's time for the pronoun of the week a little segment that I want to do to normalize the use of certain pronouns, newer pronouns and they them especially, and it it's as well. 
But I will also be including, well, the pronouns that everyone already knows. Just because I don't want to exclude certain pronouns. And I will do them in both English and German. So this week's pronoun is she, her. She is trans feminine. Her name is Lucy. I like her as a person. That jacket over there is hers. She likes to spend time with herself. If you want to hear a specific set of pronouns, make sure you DM me on Instagram or Twitter or you send me an email to submit your pronoun set. Follow me both on Instagram and Twitter at out underscore cast pod. And yeah, thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye.